Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 4. Being the proof of the things we do not see and the conviction of their reality, faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. In other words, what we sense in the natural, everything around us in the natural sense, faith goes beyond what that natural man is telling us. And we are coming into contact in these days, of course, with an awful lot of influence on the natural senses. But people of faith, we go beyond that and we see beyond what the senses are picking up. And that's what this hope that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to move out of that realm of the senses in the natural and move into that realm of real faith, that spiritual realm where we can believe God for the things which are impossible and believe God of though they are fact, even though the senses are telling us something's completely different. In 2 Corinthians verse 10 and verse 3, if you turn over to it again, I would just want to read some verses, not too many, not be too long, but just go through this for us to be encouraged to pray tonight effectively in this prayer meeting. 2 Corinthians 10 and verse 3 says, But though we walk in the flesh, so that is the natural realm again, the senses, we do not war after the flesh. That is not our battle. It's not in the natural realm. Yet we know that in this world, that is what is trying to draw us into the natural fight, but that is not our war. But the weapons, verse 4 says, of our warfare are not carnal, but our weapons, they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So what we see here again, just in the natural and in the supernatural, we are seeing a warfare and a privilege that we have that though we are in the flesh, in this service tonight and in this meeting, but our, our battle is not in the flesh, it's not a carnal one, it's not in the senses, but the weapons, the Bible says, of our warfare, they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So the great privilege that we have in this meeting tonight, in prayer, if we get our focus right, that the real battle that could take place in this room tonight is going to destroy strongholds of the wicked one. Strongholds in minds, strongholds in lives, strongholds in family, strongholds that are in this community, strongholds that are in our nation, strongholds that are in the nations. That in this prayer meeting, if we can remove ourselves out of the senses, the natural, the potential that we have and the destination of faith is to enter in to the realm of the Spirit. And we need the Holy Ghost. It's so, such a need as we're sharing and singing tonight, for the Holy Ghost to aid us if we desire to be moved out of the natural and the senses of what we are coming from and what we are in, but to be taken by the Holy Ghost into the realm of the Spirit. And through faith, we can see strongholds broken in lives, in families, in communities, in this nation. You see the potential in God. And so we want to be encouraged through the word of God tonight that these weapons that are given to the church through Jesus and the victory of the cross and the precious blood, that we have an awesome privilege. 
We have a destination in our faith where we can go tonight in this prayer meeting out of the natural realm and into that spiritual realm. You know, it says of Abraham in Hebrews chapter 11, if you go back to it and verse 9, he had a destination in his faith. It says in Hebrews 11 and verse 9, by faith, Hebrews 11 verse 9, by faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker was God. His faith had a destination, but he was in a strange land. That feels very much at home. For most of us, I think we can have that sense we're in a strange land, but we do have a destination. And this world is not our home. You see, in faith, There's a destination. In our reading tonight, if you go back to it in Hebrews 4 and verse 16, it says these words, Let us therefore come boldly, and here is the destination that we want to come to tonight in the prayer meeting. Let us come boldly unto where? There's a place. It's called the throne of grace. Isn't that amazing that we have through faith tonight a place that we can turn to? a destination and faith that we can come to in prayer tonight. It's called the throne of grace. And it says there that we, first of all, might obtain mercy. Thank God for his mercy. We can come to a place tonight where we, the church of Jesus Christ, can find mercy. Now, it requires faith. It requires faith. We need to come away from the natural senses tonight, and we need to, by faith, enter into this place, it tells us there that we would come boldly. That that boldness comes on the basis of the songs that we've been singing tonight, on the basis of the blood of Jesus Christ. That is our right, if you like, our access right to the throne of grace. So faith in the precious blood of Jesus Christ, that a way has been made through the flesh of Jesus, that we have a destination and faith in the prayer meeting. That's right at the throne of grace. His throne is above everything that's happening in this world at this present time. His throne, everything is subject to him and is under his feet. So the place that we need to go to, the destination in our faith, is the throne of grace. First of all, thank God we find mercy there. That's the most wonderful thing for us as believers. We find mercy at the throne of grace. Then it says that we obtain mercy and then find grace to help in a time of need. What an hour we are in. What a time. What a needy time. What a needy time for our families. What a needy time for our communities. What a needy time for our nation. What a needy time for the world. It's a world that's in chaos. It's broken. We see the devastation. And we know it's happening and it will continue to happen. But we have a destination in this faith presently where we can go. And it tells us there to find grace to help in a time of need. The greatest privilege that we have is that we can come to God's throne tonight and bring petitions and bring the needs 
and by faith present them to Jesus, knowing that his throne is above every throne and every dominion and every principality and every power, and it is him that has destroyed principalities, powers, and strongholds. And the privilege that he gives to us as the churches, we come simply by faith. It's so simple. It's not our, our senses so often thwart our prayers because we may pray, but we don't enter into the faith and the spirit of the prayer because the senses are telling us something different. The enemy is screaming something different. The natural realm is telling us something of the complete opposite. But through faith, if he would anoint our eyes, and through faith in our hearts tonight, we can actually come right to the throne of grace. We can find mercy. We can find grace to help in the time of need. And we can bring the petitions right to the very feet of Jesus Christ and plead before the Lord on the behalf of those that cannot pray on the behalf of those that are sick, even close to death, on the behalf of brothers and sisters that we have no doubt are, are, are living in fear and persecution across Afghanistan and across that whole world, but that we can come tonight in this prayer meeting in Ballinahinch and we can find a destination in faith where we can bring these petitions and we can petition the Almighty God. That's why the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. It's not we are great, it's he is great. But we have a privilege. The weakest Christian, if you feel like the weakest, I'm going to tell you something, just by simple faith in your heart tonight, if you can push back the senses, the natural, isn't it the natural things, the the everyday things, it may not even be the big things or big devils, but it just could be the natural realm that so often presses in on us, that robs us of a prayer meeting that can go through to God and we can actually see mighty things happen. We want to be part of something mighty in this day. We don't want to limit God in any way. We want to see mighty things happen for the church of Jesus Christ. We want to see mighty deliverances. We want to see families won. We want to see marriages restored. We want to see people delivered. Men and women healed by the power of God. Lifted up out of the depths of sin and disease. Raised up out of their deathbed. We want to see the reality because that's what we read and that's what we believe. And the natural senses that are even, could have said in a broader sense, that are just in the church. We're so conditioned by the natural It presses in on us all every day. We have a body that's natural. It's against the spirit. And so when we come into a prayer meeting and the privilege that we have, we have to deal with the natural first. We have to get the natural into its place. Otherwise, what will happen is it will be a natural prayer meeting. And there might be prayers said and there might be some type of activity, but it doesn't go anywhere. And we know that we can push through the natural. That woman said within herself, she everything of the natural was saying no. But as she said, if I could but touch, I know if I can get through this. And so I encourage you to get through the natural, get through the senses, get through 
Get through anything that you know that's pressing against us from praying effectively tonight. Because our faith, we have a destination. And it's the throne of grace. Let us come boldly. Let us come boldly. I encourage you, friend. You know, I know sometimes it can be difficult. I know people struggle with different things and different battles. And we're all different in many ways. So we have different battles. What one person battles with is not someone else's battle. But people might struggle with, you know, standing up or, or praying through. Or, you know, people say the sound of their own voice or, or, or things. That, that's all the natural. I know it's real. Or maybe feeling afraid or... But that's the natural realm. What I want to encourage you, there is, not, there is something so precious when someone just stands up in fear and trembling, maybe quaking in their boots a wee bit, but begins to open their mouth and they stutter through a few words. But you know what happens? It's the aid of the Holy Ghost. We find grace to help. And it's a blessing to others. It's such a blessing when you hear someone might be weak and frail, or maybe not, but they just begin to pray and call on the Lord. And then the Holy Ghost comes. You've sensed it. You know it. And it takes us out of our senses and, and all the frailty of what we are. Suddenly we are carried by the Holy Ghost. We'll want to be carried. But it's going to take faith. It's going to take a step. It's going to take someone and someone's and all of us to move together in faith. Because we have a destination we need to get through to tonight. It's the throne of grace. We've got to get to the throne of grace. Let us come boldly. We need to reach that destination for a prayer meeting. It's the throne of grace. It's the place that we must effectively pray and bring every petition to tonight. This is important. I want to say what's really important about that. If we have a destination then we all need to go there. Did you hear what I said? It sounds maybe simple, but if we have a destination, I want to tell you something, we all need to get there tonight. Every one of us. It's like a train leaving the station. And every one of you have got a ticket, but there's only one destination on that ticket. It's called the throne of grace. Do you want to go? And that train's going to leave, but we all must be on it. That's the unity. Of the spirit. That's the one accord. That's so needed in a meeting. That we all are going to this place. So we need to be on board. We need to have a focus. And we need to pray. And go to that place in faith. We must bring our prayers with us. And we must then know what to pray when we get there. What are we going to say to the king of glory? on his throne, willing to give, willing to pour out, willing to answer and hear our cry. What prayers are we going to make? And that's where it's important that not only are we together in the focus, but that we pray, that we actually pray, we bring the petitions. It doesn't matter what we think or whether we like the color of the walls or not. That's all the natural stuff, all the solely stuff. That doesn't go anywhere. That's just us talking. But when we get to the throne of grace, we have great needs, haven't we? In 1 John 5, if you turn to it, 1 John 5 and verse 13, I want you to focus on what our prayers are, what are the substance of our prayers. 
1 John 5 and 13 says these words. These things have I written unto you, that believe in the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, Whatsoever we ask, we know that we have, what does it say, the petitions that we desired of him. Listen carefully, friends, when we come to pray. So important that we pray. And that might sound, I don't know what you mean, because sure we all pray. This is the confidence that we have, not in ourselves. But we have a confidence in him, that's Jesus Christ. That if we ask anything according to his will, I want to tell you something. It's his will to save. It's his will to heal. It's his will to baptize in the Holy Ghost. It's his will to deliver. It's his will to hear your cry and answer because we have a confidence that it's in him. And this is the confidence that we have, that he hears us. Now in the natural, in the senses, if we remain in the flesh and just our minds are preoccupied and we're thinking about the rain and the things and that and the other and what that is, and that's just all the natural. We're going nowhere. I'm just being honest with you. We're just going round the mountain. We're just doing the same old rigmarole. But I know that's not your heart. That's not my heart. That's not our heart. We want to get away from disking around that mountain. We want to get into that place with the Lord where we press in and bring these petitions with confidence, not in ourselves, but in Him. Because He hears us. And what we ask, He'll do according to His will. Now Philippians 4 and 6, just a few more verses and then I do want us just to pray. But Philippians 4 and 6 says these words. Just keep this thought in your heart when we're getting to the throne. We know that we have the petitions we have desired of him. I, I, I believe that every Christian in this room, there are things that are on your heart that concern you. There, there are things that you pray about. There are things that... There's people that you pray about. There's things that are concerning you that you see in the, right across the world. There's nations you're concerned about. There's this town we're concerned about. We're concerned about the church of Jesus Christ in these days to rise up and, and, and demonstrate who she is in Christ. We're concerned that that's not being seen to a lost and a damn world and to the glory of Christ. That concerns us. So there's things on our heart. Can I, can I tell you something what I simply believe? Do you know the things that are on your heart? I believe those things are there by the Holy Ghost. I don't think you thought that was a good idea. I actually believe that them, them things that, you're, that are pressed on you are there by the Holy Ghost. We can't create an anxious thought. But the Spirit of God that's within us, who prays and groans through us and knows the mind, 
He puts those things in our heart. So you pray about those things. You bring them before the Lord. Who has put them there? He has put them there. That's an amazing thing. But he's put them there for a reason. Because he wants you to bring that petition. And bring it by faith right into the throne of grace. And petition the Lord. With those things that he's put there. That's his desire. That's his desire. So in Philippians 4 and 6. Just remember those words petitions. It says be careful for nothing. But in everything by prayer. That word there prayer means Earnest prayer, earnest prayer. I mean, real praying. Don't, don't be put off or, or don't think it's irreverent when if someone begins to really earnestly pray, really get a hold of God and God really get a hold of Don't be afraid of that. We need to earnestly pray. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, that word simply means by request or beseeching the Lord, with thanksgiving, with a grateful heart, let your request, it says, but that's the same word again, petitions, let that petition be made known unto God. This is, this is maybe, we can't maybe grasp it all fully, but the Holy Ghost puts those desires in your heart. But he wants you to bring what he's put in your heart and make them known to God. Yet God already knows before you ask. But he still requires of us to make it known. He still requires of us to come by faith and say, Lord, you put this on my heart. It's there. But I want to, I want to pray tonight, Lord, that you would come, that you would touch a life, that you would save a, a loved one. How we need God to move in our families and we must pray through for that. And so be careful for nothing, let everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request or your petition be made known to God. Faith and access to the throne at the feet of Christ, the grace, the throne of grace. Bring the petition. Make it known. Let, let your mouth be opened and your heart speak. But this is prayer. This is specific prayer. This is praying before that throne. You know, I was reading just at some of those requests, going through some earlier on today, but Luke 1 and 13. And you don't need to turn to it, but it's Zacharias. Look at these men and women of Scripture. Zacharias was in the temple, and the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for your prayer has been heard. You've been praying and praying and praying and praying, and he was praying. He was praying for his son. He's praying for a miracle, and he was praying and praying. And the angel says, don't fear. We've heard your prayer. Sometimes you might feel nobody hears your prayer. Well, let me tell you something. By faith at the throne of grace, Jesus hears your prayer. Don't give up in praying. It was Anna, that widow, in Luke 2, 37, it says that she served the Lord with fastings and prayers night and day. She believed the Lord. I mean, every morning, every night, I'm going to pray. I'm going to believe God. Why? Because she knows. She knew. She had a confidence that God hears her prayer. May God put that confidence in our prayer meeting and put that confidence in our prayers. God, you hear us when we pray, when we believe, when we press through. God hears us. Philippians 1, Paul was speaking to the church. He was in prison. Do you know what he said? 
He said, for I know that this shall turn to my salvation. Do you know what he said? Through your prayer. That's what he said to the church. This will turn. I'm in prison and I may be executed, but I know that this will turn to my salvation. He had such a confidence in the power of prayer that if you pray for me, that this will turn to my salvation and the supply, I love this, and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Isn't that awesome? That if you actually pray tonight for the needs that there are, that God will hear your prayer, that God will bring the deliverance and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ to some poor soul. We may never meet a believer from Afghanistan, but if we pray tonight that the Spirit of Christ would come and encourage them and give them grace, and God would bring a mighty deliverance. But we must pray. We must pray. He says, according to my earnest expectation, my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed. But with all boldness as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or, for, or by death. And then he said those great words, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. If he delivers me from this prison, thank God for praying for me. But if I am executed, praise the Lord, I'm absent from the body, I'm present with the Lord. That's victory. I close with this, and Brian prayed it there. It's the importunity of a prayer meeting that is lacking greatly today. What does that word importunity mean? It's the persistence of prayer. It's the persistence of keeping on, keeping on, keeping on, and keeping on. Oh, I wish you'd stop praying that prayer. I wish you'd keep praying that prayer. Will you pray that same thing every week? You keep praying it. I'm sure God's tired of hearing me. He's never weary of hearing your prayer. But I say the same things and I'm praying the same things. You keep pressing and pressing and pressing and pressing. And see, when you're too tired to pray, do you know what happens? He prays and he prays through you. It's amazing. But it's the importunity of prayer. Luke chapter 11, I'm closing with this. Luke chapter 11, that persistence, that persistence of that friend at midnight. He wasn't going to give up because there's a great need. He wasn't just going to let it go. Why? Because he knew there was a need. Brothers and sisters, is there great needs? Is there needs in your life? Is there needs in your home? Is there needs in your family? Is there needs in the, in the community? It's the importunity in prayer. We have access to the throne. And we need to pray. Ask, Luke 11 and 9, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will you give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? Ask. Brothers and sisters, let us ask tonight. Let us pray. 
and bring these petitions to the throne of grace with faith. I encourage you, every saint tonight, you're vital. You're vital for this prayer meeting. The natural senses quenches the spirit. But move into the realm of faith together. Let's all board the train and let's go to the destination of faith, the throne of grace. Bring your petitions. Let us pray and believe the Lord together.